week's voice party is brought to you by IOPvideo.com. We're all stuck inside and content is king right now. So if you want to create some content, have some video shot, advertise your small business, start a podcast, whatever, check out IOPvideo.com. We do it all and we will do it all for you. IOPvideo.com. We make things look pretty. Uh, 
started, um, that whole protesting um, prayer thing started in, I want to say the summer of 2016 or spring of 2016, okay. and it uh, went, went all out. It went till uh, 2017, February 23rd was the last day uh, of the main camp. Uh, and, and you you were you were there for the entire thing or, or uh, uh, I know I know you listened I don't I don't want to take this again but you know the podcast is made some of the weren't aware of what was happening there exactly uh, with with Brad that was only uh, long yeah. Yeah, they, um, the ones that um, are the stewardess of the land are the actually the Great Sioux Nation, which um, they're branched out to like a, a few different. Those are the ones that um, um, take care of that land. And the Sandy Rock Sioux Tribe, a lot of the cultures weren't there. Uh, so it was kind of their battle in the beginning, I guess, because it was going through there. But I didn't um, get there until um, mid to late December. Yeah, they're right, because they... 
possibly love each other. But then I'm seeing the opposite. So that's something that definitely uh, moved me and, and, and truly was a, a big um, uh, eye-opener for myself to, to see the hypocrisy. Yeah, no, definitely, man. That, that, that's got to be, you know, it's a key. You know, this isn't like, there's not a thing that happens in
eight sixty people, a hundred. Do you can you remember that? Detail? Yeah, it, it was definitely hundreds of us. You know, one, two, maybe three hundred of us. Um, there was different times where we would go to the front lines, and as I said, a lot of us um, would be in prayer, but also you get those that um, weren't in prayer, so they were hurt and they were saying, using their words um, towards the police that weren't, you know, that peaceful. And, uh, and some of them are natives and some of them are white. They, they talk to them, they, you know, talk shit to them. Uh, they curse them. Some people, you know, and I, I'm not going to judge anyone because at the end of the day, I don't know what they've been through. And I also understand um, the pain they've been through, especially the natives. You know, this is our generation and, and, you know, the generation, the um, generation that are suffering in the fall, you know, goes on from generation to generation. So, you know, we were doing our best. And, you know, some, I remember there was this guy and a couple other natives there that were, that were singing, you know, while we were walking up. Uh, the beautiful singing, you know, and, and just staying in prayer. And I could remember myself just kind of like being loud and, and uh, in a way, like not yelling, but just being as loud as I could and just saying, you know, stay in prayer, stay in prayer. And um, we, we did what we could, man. And that's, yeah, that's basically it. Yeah. So this, this, uh, so you get, all of you guys get to pray with God. You say you suffocate and and then you suffocate for a few seconds. I mean, you didn't die, so you, just, you suffocate for a bit, and then you roll out for the people. Because you know, I'm sitting right here, like in my bedroom, really safe. Uh, you know, I, I saw someone from TV. I wasn't there. So, I mean, uh, somebody was there. What was some of that like? Like actual like? How did it hurt? <laughs> Yeah, like, it was, I'm dropping Jesus like early. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead, Barry, what was the question? I'm dropping question. Did you guys find out what it was? Because that's some scary shit, man. Like, you're, you, you know, you complicated you. Like, how did it feel? And then also, did you ever find out what that was? Because, you know, oof. You're talking about, like, how did it is? Yeah, I didn't know. Um, true. I didn't never do research on it, but I do remember that one time we were in the bathroom because we we people in the camp they are survivors, so we used a couple of these military tents and created them into um, restrooms, composite toilets. You know what? I do remember some guy, some guy that's been there for a while. You know, kind of loud, and he's like, "Man, these cops, you know, they're they're using." Um, they're getting, they're using stronger smoke, he said, because, 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 so he got out, what, well, he got out, yeah. oh, sorry, you saw that? Yeah, I, I, oh, uh, hold on, you saw me, 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 you saw me,
they had like a women's restroom and a men's restroom. And I remember I was in the restroom and I heard this guy and he was talking about the night before when we were in the front line and he's saying how, you know, the tear, the tear gas that they were using before, he kind of got immune to it. Mm. And he's saying, but the, he said, but this stuff is different. He said, this stuff that they, they used yesterday is different, he said, because, um, I think, I don't know if he said it, um, his feces were like bleeding, or he was starting to pass blood a little bit more, so he, he realized that what they were using at that point was something different than what they were using for us. Yeah, so they, they were um, getting the tactics, um, they were getting stronger and stronger, that was what they were using. And um, yeah, man, it's just like, from being in my cozy home yeah. to being there, it, 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 it got real, real quick for me. You know, like, I'm in there. Yeah, yeah. So we went from, so we went from, um, from regular old, uh, what was it, was it tear gas or whatever even? Uh, that's what I'm going to say. But, I mean, I couldn't, like, yeah. I don't know. So they went from possibly regular old tear gas to, now tear gas with extra strength. Yeah. You really need to get yeah. the processes out of the way. Uh, so 
saw this pipeline is going to go into these rivers. This is it's going through the smaller rivers of the Missouri River, and the Missouri River is fresh water where people where millions of people drink. So the seventh generation was going to rise up and chop the snake and chop the head off of this black snake. So they started it, and they're going to also need help from the rainbow people. So the rainbow people were all these people that uh, were led by the spirit to come and help and, and show support and, and bring their prayers with them from all over the world. And that's exactly what happened. People from all over the world came. Um, I came from Cali. I met some guys that came from um, Australia. I came from um, South America. You know, these indigenous tribes too. Uh, that Father Johnson wanted to go and show and support. And the reason why they were showing support is because they saw the spirit there. They saw the peace, the peace from the people from those from those natives. So they went and. You know, at the end of this prophecy, um, the seventh generation accomplishes and uh, chops off the head of this prophecy, which still needs to come to pass. So to me, that would be when the pipe, the oil stops running. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, and, and, do you know, like, have you followed the current data of what's going on there? Because, you know, like, 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 like I mentioned to you guys, and I mentioned to you on my phone call, we're like, you know, some of these stories we hear about, and then they just get And 
was when a lot of things came out to light for me. I found out how um, we are our social security number, um, how we are a corporation, how everything we do in this world is basically voluntary, how we don't need a driver's license, how um, no man has jurisdiction over you. No law has jurisdiction over you before. Um, so I found out a lot of different things like that, and uh, um, it just kind of led me to continue to seek and kind of like have mm-hmm. a response. You know, once you open it, you can't close it. Oh, okay. So once you see the truth, there's no thing. So I remember at the time I was with, uh, my, I had a partner at the time, you know, and I remember when we were there, she was very afraid because she started seeing the she started seeing the lie. She started seeing that the government isn't your friend and, and she started seeing that the police really isn't here to protect you. So she started seeing these things to the point where um, she even told me she said I should have never came here she said, because I didn't want to know this. I didn't want to know these things. Yeah, going there and seeing that there's helicopters flying and, you know, and then the police are doing this and, you know, this and that. So, um, to compare it, it's kind of like in the Matrix, you know, remember the first in the first Matrix when the guy wanted to go back in the Matrix and he wanted to forget everything? Yeah. And he betrayed it. So basically, that. And he betrayed it then? Well... That's what she wanted to do. She said, I wanted basically, I, I wish I never came here so she wouldn't be able to see. Yeah, or um, I shouldn't have taken a red pill, I want to go back. But that, the reason why I share this is because that's how scary um, it, it is for some people, if not for all of us. So, like, I didn't want to know, you know, it wasn't easy for me to find out that, um, you know, we were attacked by people that weren't um, in 9-11, that, that weren't who they said they were, you know, and that it was an explosion, you know, it made me question everything. So I, I understand where she was coming from, and I also understand now, because I know uh, many people, you know, and even some of you guys, you know, you want to share with people, like, hey, this coronavirus isn't what people are making it. Hey, this is what they're doing. Hey, this and that, right? And people don't want to hear it. And I understand that fear, you know, the cognitive dissonance, and also um, people don't want to be wrong. Because then what else are they, have they been right about? So it's definitely um, not easy. But that's why there's some of us that um, came here. And apparently, to learn these things, so then when there is a mass awakening, we can be the, we will be the light for those that will be in darkness. Man, uh, I wanted to, uh, you just mentioned something that I, like, I wanted to, uh, I wanted to ask you, what, what do you think of everything that's happening right now? Like, with this whole coronavirus, like, what, what do you think? I mean, you know, it, it's, uh, it's, I've never lived to anything like this ever before. You know, this is, uh, I don't know if I've ever experienced anything like this. Um, and, you know, when you mentioned, when I heard you mentioning that, uh, the, the, the black snake, uh, prophecy, I actually brought it up to my mom, 
and she told me that um, my grandma, who was very close to her native roots in Mexico, like uh, Tabasco people, she she said, uh, going on, my grandma told her about the, you know, about this land and the land over on was going to be uh, taken over by you know, black snakes of many pipelines. Like, you know, just, you know I, I, I just want to know, you know, I mean, there's a lot of people talking about, like, you know, you know this, is, this is like a, a big change that's going to happen in the world. Like, we're never going to go back to the way things were before. Uh, what do you think? What do you think is a collaborative map? Well, there's definitely something going on, and there's a shift that's happening, mm-hmm. and that's happened already, and this is a part of it. So, um, in the scriptures, Tagalog Bay, Christ, believer, and not even a believer, I'm a knower, because I, I see the truth. And they've been revealed. They've been revealed to me. So it's like I don't believe in them. I, I know things, you know. And I say that because um, it says there will be a division in the house. Two against three and three against two. Now the son will, the father will go against son and son against father. Mother against daughter-in-law and daughter-in-law against mother-in-law. Okay, so that's exactly what's going on right now. And those people that believed in the government before are going to believe in them even more now. Yeah. Those people that didn't believe in the government before are going to believe even less in them now. So there is a division that's going on right now, and where the weak um, and the are being divided. And with this, we can see truly what people's faith is and what they believe in. So we can see what people um, sold. And with this whole coronavirus thing, it's very easy to see those that have peace in them and have been preparing themselves for these times. And then we see those that have just been blindly um, following the ground. So with that, we are... Hello? Yeah. Do you want to go again? Hold on a second. Do you guys, you guys want to work? Yeah, I'm here. We're going to have to do some editing, it looks like. Yeah, I'm watching, I'm watching some footage of, of, of a lot of situations. These people are getting, like, fertilized with a lot of, like, gas and just beat with fucking pigs and dogs dying, and it's insane. Uh, I haven't seen a lot of these. Images. I know I just forgot. I don't know. Can you call me back now, okay? All right. 
people that we know when it comes to some sort of grand calling like that, you know? It's so true. It's amazing how the Bible has observations on the most base forms of human behavior, and it's thousands of years old, right? Well, the thing is, it's not the Bible. It's Christ. So Christ is not the Bible. Christ is the truth. So let's just hypothetically say that everything he said was true, right? Everything he said. And for me, when I started to actually listen the words and hear for myself, I told myself, okay, not everybody, not, there's a few people that not he was the only one that said I was the truth. So that's pretty freaking bold for someone to say, you know, and I'm not talking about the man, but the spirit, but that spirit and the man said, I am the truth. So for someone to say that, it's to, they, they're saying they're the truth. So you put yourself, not necessarily on a pedestal, but kind of on a pedestal. So I'm telling myself, okay, this guy is saying that a prophet has no honor in his own home, nor in his own couch. Well, that's why he had to leave, because they didn't even believe him in his own hometown. And if you read in the scriptures, in the book of Mark, um, when he would go out and speak to his town, it said that his friends and family went to go see him, because they thought he lost his mind. Yes. That's how they didn't believe him. But all of a sudden, but, but supposedly, um, his mom knew that he was going to be born from God, right? That's what they say. Oh, yeah, he's the son of God. So then if he's the son of God, why don't you believe him? Because the prophet has no honor in his own home. But eventually, they started seeing it, and they, were, they came to their senses and said, oh, shit, Jesus was telling us the truth. And then they want to go look for him once they figured that out. So, you guys can share things with people, but they won't believe you. Like for example when you when you uh, one of the things that, that you mentioned earlier uh, like the this device when you talk about nine eleven. Uh, when you talk about how, you know, <laughs> like the whole story is so sketchy and there's things you see in that story and a lot of people don't even want to hear that. But like you said, there is a lot of stuff you know, like for example, where the term conspiracy theory from Iran, it was created by the CIA, and it's basically just uh, when someone sounds like they're having something, it's, they kind of discredit them completely. Yeah, man, and it doesn't take a genius to see that 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 tower was the um, demolition. Well, there was that, there was that documentary, Loose Change, that was all about, like, 9-11 conspiracy theories. They did, like, four or five different versions of it. I have one of them on DVD, so... It's just, and the point with me saying that is, um, you know, we're at the times right now, if I say something to you guys and, and if somebody wants to argue back, we're not at uh, that time and done. Like, there is no argument anymore. Like, you know, we're in the time. It's just right now. Like, the thing is over. But, you know, is that what you're saying? So what I'm saying is, I'm only speaking to those that have ears to hear that I'm Yeah. And I, and I know who those are because the Father will lead them to me, just like they will to you. 
So it's like nobody is Christ, only we are Christ. Mm. We are body of Christ. So you can speak truth, and only those that um, are, are meant to speak to you will come to you. And there's only like a select a few people that I know that you guys could probably count with one one of your hands um, that you can have a conversation on what we're having right now. Yeah, no, no, because it's one of those things that make people uncomfortable, uh, even questioning or, or discussing. Um, have you, is there any news like since you started on your journey where it's like that you, you've come to the truth? What's one of the things that, uh, you know, that kind of changed completely from when you started that you, you used to, something that you thought you were going to keep on like certain friends just fell out? Did you lose friendship, uh, relationship just fell out? Yeah, so you guys know when, it's, when he says that, um, that, you, that they talk about the rapture, right? Yeah. Okay, well, uh, exactly. And you will leave. This is like, you know, I, I, you know, I grew up in a Catholic household and uh, we went to church every once in a while. I think I'm not about to do Bible or some Jesus teaching just, just, just to give you like, a little bit of a, you know, challenge. I mean, do you but I'm not saying there's something you feel that I know about, you know, I'm trying to just let you know. So go ahead. Yeah, so that's a rapture. Uh, when he says that you that you will leave like a thief in the night. On my journey, I started seeing these things, and I was and that's all I wanted to talk about. That's it. Just like most of you guys. And the people that I spend time with day to day or week to week, I talked to them, but they weren't interested in hearing it. They, they just weren't. So what happened was I had to leave my own hometown, just like he did. That's why it says a prophet has no honor in his own hometown or in his own home. So he left. So then I had to leave. And I did, I traveled. I went to Arizona to figure it out for myself. I went to the wilderness and to the desert, you know? So then people just out of nowhere, I know they came to themselves and said, where the fuck's your car at? Yeah. I left. Yeah, he's not at the party, he's not at the club, he's not at this, he's not at that. He's, he's gone. What happened? He left with his rapture. You know what I mean? And that point is going to come really soon, too, for many of us. And it's not like they show on the TV, you know, like in the movies where you disappear and you're colder than that. So what's going to happen is, um, you know, with these false vaccinations, um, many of us will leave because we don't want to get false vaccination. So we're literally going to leave in the middle of the night, so to say, so, you know, just to say that. And then people are going to say, well, where the hell are these people? Where'd they go? Well, they left because they weren't going to take the mark of the beast or these vaccinations. Mm. So that's what happened. Yeah, I see. Uh, I noticed, you know, when I was, I got conscious of things, uh, what took me, for example, when I got with these guys, you know, I mean, 
Um, nothing has to do with nothing is a coincidence and everything is a coincidence. Well, even go even deeper. Okay, well, the only way everybody in the whole world was going to create COVID with the word is by seeing Kobe. And the only way everybody was going to know Kobe is if he was one of the best of all time. If he was a world icon. So since this guy was born, he was destined to do what he did. And that right there, when I see these things, they fucking blow my mind, dude. You know, and they just hey, what do you do? Can you real quick just to, uh, get the back to this thing, uh, his name translated as Google Kobe. Yeah, if you go on Google and put Kobe and Hebrew, it's gonna, it's gonna, um, give you how it's spelled in Hebrew. And then if you put Kobe, it's, it's the same thing. It's written the same way. I wanna ask you about this, uh, cause, uh, like we, we, one of the guys that I used to listen to a lot, uh, was, uh, a long time ago, uh, his, his name was, uh, uh, John Maxwell, I don't just know what you went for Maxwell, I can't have one of his books. But uh, he, he talks about uh, words and how, you know, like for example, they call it a magic spell, and, and then, you know, you spell words out, and uh, there's something, and what you say, how you say, like there's different meanings that every word we use every day have. And back in ancient times, and, and just saying words, kind of, uh, I guess it's like a form of programming. And is that kind of what you're talking about with the COVID and COVID, everybody saying COVID? Well, the word is spirit and the word is God. So whatever we choose to say with our words is what we create. So when you went to school, um, when you were in kindergarten or second grade, what did they say? What did they teach you? They taught you how to spell. Yeah. Okay, so they taught you how to spell. Okay, and then they were also they teach you. They taught they taught you how to write cursor. Curse. Cursor. They taught you how to do curses. So when we speak, we are casting spells. That's why people don't understand that um the, that the word is power and the word is God. Oh, your word right now is God. So we take every thought captive because it first starts in the thought and then we speak it into existence when we speak the words. Because I can have a thought that I hate someone and not until I speak it. Yeah. And as you know, that's like a ripple. So then that it's a vibration and it creates our reality. So right now, um, every every time you see on TV when we use certain words, you got to figure out what's the word. Like everybody's saying pandemic, pandemic. There's no, there's no pandemic. I don't see. Pandemic to me is things falling from the sky, you know, zombies or, or people sick in the streets. Yeah, that sounds more like a pandemic. But the TV keeps saying pandemic, pandemic. And also the people keep saying pandemic, pandemic. But there isn't a pandemic. But a pandemic is supposed to be defined as a disease that is widespread throughout the world. It doesn't have to be count helicopters crashing. The fact that COVID-19 is on every continent and it is also deadly, at least to a certain amount of the population, classifies it as such. 
you know what I mean? Like, people have a pandemic and they think zombie apocalypse, but it's, it's not even, like, the flu of uh, 1918, you know what I mean? Like, not everybody caught it. I mean, there's a high amount of people that caught it, but we still labeled a pandemic. But we survived it, sure, but that's because people took precautions. Granted, slower uh, than we did uh, now because inflation wasn't as strange traveling the way that it was. It wasn't instantaneous. Back in those days, you know, people were writing letters. Was, I think the telegraph was the only uh, mode of long-distance communication at the time, if I'm not mistaken. And all that stuff is way too slow burning. You know, it's not like social media or the internet, but it's like, hey, this person got taken out of the community. I just already know it's like, you know, so we're, we're living in a more efficient age where we can just kind of cut stuff off like that, like at the head. Just imagine if Ebola had gotten over here. You, you remember what that was like, you know, over in, over in Africa, but I think there were only, what, four recorded U.S. deaths to Ebola, and that was over in Africa, if I'm not mistaken, not even on U.S. soil, because we had better people managing things back then, but in my opinion. <laughs> Yeah, and I, um, I, well, I didn't get into uh, hazmat suits for crying out loud. Thing was, bodies of the dead were infecting people. I was a, you know, most times when someone dead, the virus doesn't doesn't transmit like that, you know. But it's. Uh, Yeah, there's a uh, this guy that I follow on Instagram. Um, he's called Stand Up 911. Yeah, and he pointed out how um, in 2003, I think it was, that uh, there was a disease that came out, and it was the same year they were about 3G, multiple um, SARS, and then in 2009, I think it was a swine flu, and it formed G rolled out that same year. And now we're in 2020, and there's COVID, and now it's on G. Yeah. And, uh, I was just about to think that I wasn't in the past. I mean, the previous In the previous issues, the previous uh, Gs that they were rolling out, 5G, 3G, et cetera, we didn't, it wasn't as widespread as it is now. So what's the usual, there's, there's a pattern to be had, but it's like, all right, well, the last two times they didn't have a fall shuttered up into our doors. Yeah. So, if you know, the number, the number goes up, though, that is one thing that, like, I don't know. Uh, it's, no, what I'm saying is, if, if these diseases were indeed fabricated um, in order to cover up the creation of the variant genes, then I, I don't see the, I don't see the reason for them needing to fabricate uh, a disease or to release one in order to build a new cell phone tech, is what I'm saying. Like, it, it would make sense now to say that, oh, COVID-19 is just, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's just being put out there to keep us at home so they can build these 5G towers in secret, you know what I mean? But because we're actually in our homes, and that seems to be a logical reason to stick people in homes. But as far as the previous diseases and the previous, like, you know, 3G, 2G, 4G towers to be placed up, they didn't do the measures. So there's no reason to have the disease in the first place or to make up one in the first place if there's if life just continued on the exact same way while they were constructing these things. You know what I mean? I, I just don't buy the whole 5G and COVID-19 are connected. 
and they care about it, and the presidents are good people, and, you know, they're not um, killers and, and murderers and rapists and this and that, right? So that's going to all come out to light, and it's going to be put out so much that people will not, people will not be able to ignore it. It's going to be everywhere. So the people that the masses look up to are going to find, they're going to find out that, um, and I'm not saying they're wrong for this, but they're going to find out that their favorite artists, their favorite, their favorite actors, their favorite politicians, they're going to find out that they're all Luciferians, worshippers. And they're going to find out that they all were, not all of them, but I'm going to say them again, they're going to find out that they were uh, pedophiles. They're going to find out that they, they, they did this and they did that. Which, like I said, they're not wrong for doing that. That's their choice. That's their truth. That's their part in the prophecy. They're fulfilling their part. You know, and it's going to come out to the point to where they're going to see that and they're going to have to accept that. And then they're going to, and then people are really going to find out who is the God of the world. Because that was a big revealing for me when I find when I found out um, the one that I thought was God wasn't really God but was a wolf in sheep's clothing. And that was a, a very big truth for me, that, that I was a very big pill that I had to swallow. Somebody told me this you know, on YouTube, and he said, don't believe me. He said, figure it out for yourself. He said, if what I'm saying is true, it'll be true. And if it's not true, then it won't be true. So he challenged me, and he said, empty your cup. And empty your cups of truth and refill it again. And if what you knew was true before, it just will still be true because truth doesn't change. And what this guy said sounded so crazy, but at that point and in that stage of my life, I said to myself, that sounds so crazy, but it's probably true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, uh, the problem with, like, I mean, I don't know what's in the problem. Uh, for example, like, when you watch on TV and the news, like, don't get me wrong, I'm being cautious. Like, I'm being cautious with this thing, just, you know, even, even if, you know, like, I'm saying hypothetically, if, if there's no, later on you find out about this, but it's not. But it wasn't as bad as they're saying it is, blah, blah, blah. I mean, I know, you know, just hypothetically. I would still be careful, just in case, you know, but like, um, it's not a trusting thing here on TV, because there's been like new treatment or truth that come out about something that, with, you know, like, for example, the 9 thing, you know, uh, you, you, you start thinking things that, uh, we're all, 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 we're
you know, there's truth in everything, but there's also lies. But it's, uh, it's up to us to find out the truth, you know, in the lies. And documentary about 9-11 conspiracy theories. Uh, 
Um, I don't worship any man, you know, including Jesus, because there's a difference between Jesus and Christ. Jesus was the man that lived. Christ was the spirit in him. So anything, everything I know, you know. It doesn't make me exclusive. It doesn't make me better. It doesn't make me higher. So everything that I know, you can know. You just have to look for it. That's why even the man said, everything I have, you have. And he said, everything that is of my father is mine, and everything that's mine is yours. So he came to tell us that. He came to, to let us know and, and to help us and speak these truths. And the words that he spoke 2,000 years ago are alive now. If you guys go back and read the Gospel of John, for example, or the Gospel of Matthew, um, they're just testimonies of the Spirit that they saw. So you can read the words and they'll be relevant today. And I'll, I'll just say this to, to you guys. Read them like if that Spirit is talking to you now, today, because that's exactly what's happening. Those words were, were spoken to speak to you today. So it's the Creator speaking to you through those words. Now, it doesn't mean you can't find that somewhere else, you know, like in Hinduism or, or Buddhism or um, um, any prophecies, you know. So I'll just leave you guys with that, and these are definitely the times, and I know um, these times are uncertain, but I know at the end, you know, we're all going to be okay. And the truth... Like um, John said in, in Revelations, once you open up the scroll of truth and you taste it, it's sweet as honey, but once it hits your stomach, it'll make you sick. And that's how you know it's truly true because it, it makes you sick. And I want to say, you know, find your own truth. And you'll know it's true because the Spirit will reveal it to you and you'll feel every molecule in your body vibrating like it's never vibrated before. So when that's revealed to you, nobody can take that from you. So once that happens, that truth stands on its own. So you can share with people, but you also don't need to defend it because the truth needs no defense. But the lie does. The lie. When someone says something, yeah, it just you say it. That's how you don't tell the truth. You just say it, and you don't need to convince anyone. But the lie needs energy from outside itself to stay alive. That's why it needs people to agree with them or to confirm it. And, you know, that's why it's like when I was telling you, you know, I talked to you on the door and I was basically lying. You know, I didn't get me. I'm basically lying to these people and telling them that this is a great product, you know? <laughs> that's how I feel the way Like, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's how it is. It's, um, people would, I would say something, or, you know, someone says something, and then someone goes against it, and then they, they defend it. So they say, well, why do you need to defend? And that's how you'll know, like, the man, 
choose, he never defended what he said, and he never tried to convince anyone of what he said. That's why he would say, for those that have ears to hear, let them hear. He never fought, he never argued, um, he just spoke it, and then when somebody tried to go against it, he just would speak against that, and, and that's why he says, and I, and I share this with you guys, he says, you know, share the truth with them, share what is in your heart, but if they don't take your words, he says, shake off the dust from your boots, get your peace and walk away, and walk to the next. Man, it doesn't get much better than that, man. And again, I appreciate you doing uh, a little can I come to it? Yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, yeah, I just uh, I wanted to say that, uh, so, so the, 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 what is it, the, the, the black snake prophecy says that somebody has to cut, turn and cut the, the, the head off. Is that, is that correct? Yeah, the seventh generation and the people, um, they cut the, the head off of the snake. Okay, so I, I, I did want to add that, um, so my understanding is that uh, it used to be that green energy, you know, clean energy was more expensive because there there's no infrastructure, right? We have an infrastructure for fossil fuels, but we don't really have one uh, that's there for green energy. And so it used to be that it was it was more cost effective to stay on, on, on fossil fuels. Uh, it is my understanding that we are at a point where green energy has become cheaper. Uh, but fossil fuel get um, get subsidized, so they get money from the government, so that we still use fossil fuels. Uh, I'm not sure if, if green energy is cheaper than fossil fuels with or without the subsidization. Uh, but uh, I do think that that at least that's the easiest way to see this this black snake getting a cut cut off when we finally do move on to to, to a clean energy where we won't need that pipe uh, uh, carrying oil. Anyway, yeah, I just wanted to add that. Well, my my logic, the, the logic that I had going into that, going into you know the. Um, the North Dakota because people were telling me, well, we need oil, we, we got to work, we got to drive, we got to do this, we got to do that. And I understood where they were coming from. You know, and people would sometimes even attack me and say, well, stop driving your car, like, stop buying plastic, stop doing this, stop doing that. You know, and, and it wasn't that I was telling people stop using oil. My logic was it makes no sense to put a pipeline with oil through rivers like giving fresh water that people drink from. Yeah, which is what people said, I'd rather choose oil, which I don't need to survive, over water, which is the source of everything in this world. If you have no water, you have nothing. Yeah. So that was the logic behind that. And, mm -hmm. you know, <laughs> A parallel I would draw between that situation and, and the, the current situation that we're living in is that the people that make decisions, uh, they live a very privileged life, right? And so when those rivers are polluted, which I believe they were, 
privileged people who made those decisions are probably not affected. They probably have access to clean water. Yeah, yeah, and so they can afford to keep that pipeline there, just like right now that they want to put people back to work, right? Like the privileged people who are making these decisions can probably work from home. Uh, meanwhile, the rest of us kind of have to just start, well, you guys have to just thug it out. Actually, I'm currently unemployed, but uh, everybody else has to just thug it out and go get sick. Yeah. Yeah. Well, man, uh, hopefully, uh, you know, it's like, cause it's not, uh, it's not, I can't be like this much longer, so I, I hope things, I'm not going to go back to normal uh, uh, all the way, but like, start going back to something more, you know, better than it is right now. Wow, I don't, I don't, this, is like a, this is like an attack on like small business too. You know, they're gonna we're buying shit, sugar from corporations. I mean, we have buying and you know, it's really to keep it. I can't say. Yeah, you know, all this coronavirus is to keep us at home. Yeah, it's true, but that's not it. So it goes deep and deep, and there's many layers of it, and I could try to figure them all out. But at the end of the day, it's not going to set me free. Right? At the end of the day, it, kind of be, it becomes a distraction. You know, it, comes, it becomes a distraction. So, so um, what you're saying about the small businesses, yeah, you're right. Now small businesses um, are going to basically go bankrupt, and we're going to have to depend on Walmart and Target. And guess who owns those? The corporations, and, and we know who owns all those. And it'd be very simple for them to say, "Hey, you can only—we're not taking cash anymore. It's all cryptic. Hey, we're not taking credit cards. It's all chip." So then people are going to have to decide if they want to stay in this world and be comfortable and get food and have water and a roof and this and that. They can have all that. They're just gonna have to sell their software to be a chip or vaccination or to the moral. You know, or hey, tell us, you know, go back to World War Two. Hey, where are the Jews at? Tell us where the Jews are. Okay, well, where are the ones that are on chip? Yeah, tell us where they're at. Yeah, so it's like nothing new under the sun. The same thing, it's the same thing, but just a little different. So, you know, you'll have those friends that are, that are gonna hide people just like, you know, they hate on Frank. And then you're gonna have those people that are going to um, turn those people in because they're patriotic and they love their country. And why aren't you doing this? If, if there's nothing wrong with the chip, those are the ones that are divided. Those are the ones that, um, those are the ones even in your own household. Because they don't want to be wrong, they're right. So if you're not in favor with them, then you're wrong. That's, what, that's how they see it. Like with me, I'm not going to convince anyone that they're wrong or what they're doing, but I'm also not going to tell them they're right, and I'm also going to do my own thing and just do my own thing. I can do what you want to do, and that's what many of us are going to do. That's why in the Happy Prophecy, it says that we'll go to the four corners, and these people are going to leave and get out of Babylon because they're not going to have a leader anymore. And that kind of comes short.